previously during the guise of untamed beasts. The party awoke within the now-cleared cave belonging to a group of jackalwares. Lark prepared a fanciful breakfast for the party before Azazel, Trovik, and Zoral went to question the half-elven mercenary they had captured. Through a series of questions regarding his band's hired work and their employer, the captive known as Arvin agreed to answer any questions once confirmed he would be set free. He spoke of the Goliath that hired his group as an intimidating woman of little words. They were merely to assist in transporting the acquired beasts from the jackalwares and deliver them to the location to which the Goliath had indicated on the note provided. Satisfied with his answers, the party gave Arvin some clothes, gear, and money to assist him in getting back on his feet and to the nearest settlement. Before they as well took their leave, they questioned what to do regarding this reptilian creature they had let live and taken care of in the past few hours. Seeing that it had become somewhat content with the party and Orn playfully wrestling with it, they decided to keep it with them for now, in hopes to potentially better understand it at a later date. Within two days' time, they returned to the botanical garden town of Boamar, where they spoke with the town leader, the centaur, Merlet Hazeldreamer, relaying the encounter with the jackalwares, the saving of Lark, the revelation of the Goliath and her troops' assault, and the creature they now had adopted into the party. With uncertainty, Merlet expressed the party's need to be careful now that they have identified a possible mastermind. She also notified Azazel that she received Pepper's message and is yet to get a sense of where Zillary had absconded off to. They collected Pepper and took a few hours to rearm themselves with some new magical gear, along with acquiring horses and a wagon to travel southward. Uncertain to the exact location indicated by the note of where this lilac grove was, they ventured past Samyaza to the farming settlement known as Ramlo, the hometown of Lark. There, she guided the party to where she called home, the Temple of Shantea, and was greeted by Pastoral Kevin. With Zoral amidst the party, Pastoral Kevin informed them of the long-standing distrust and prejudice towards the Goliath people due to the many historic conflicts between them and the town. Though he himself and the people of the Temple of Shantea would not turn him away, it was noted he may be shunned by other members of the town. Dismissing the issue for now, the party returned their focus towards finding the Lilac Grove and decided to leave Doxia, the horses, wagon, and their new reptilian pet behind at the temple for safety while they all headed east into the Tierney open fields. After about two days of traveling into the Tierney open fields, they eventually came upon a grove, or area, where lilacs bloomed, making a point as to how it stood out from the rest of the land around it. The most obvious of differences was a large pond with a stream that bent partly around a secluded tree. The group spread themselves around the area, keeping close to one another and watching for any signs of movement. At last, they noticed a figure emerge from a small opening in a section of the hill, not too far off from the pond where they stood. It was this same Goliath woman as before that now stood tall at their attention. She addressed the party in a callous tone of how she awaited on their arrival to this remote location, knowing that the mercenary she hired would merely provide her with some time to return here. Zoral furiously spoke out, questioning who she was and if she had ties to his tribe. Steadfast, 
she admitted that like him, she too was a tree speaker who went on the pilgrimage before him. In her isolation and discoveries, she realized that learning to harness the gifts of nature wouldn't be enough to appease their leader Titan, as the people that govern this land possess far more powerful magic, forces, and means to undermine the Goliath people. So, she needed to learn other things, other magic, and potentially find someone who could teach her. Preferably someone who cared little for the reasons she wanted to learn, or the purposes in which to wield said magic. After investigating the connection between these new emerging creatures, she found that person. Upon discovering them and an interest in their supposed skills, a deal was made. In exchange for becoming their pupil and learning what arcane abilities they had to offer, she would collect various animals around the region for their continued research and experimentation. With the news of this, Zoral angrily exclaimed that she had betrayed her oath to the tribe and to nature itself. He did not believe that the cost of learning such things was worth forsaking her duties and enabling such monstrosities to be let loose to the wilds. The tree speaker, on the other hand, coldly disagreed as she began to display minor amounts of arcane energy from her hands. A battle began between her and the party, and even though she was outnumbered, she was a far more powerful druid with wizard magic at her disposal. Assailing the party with lightning, fire, and a barrage of arcane-seeking bolts, keeping them at a distance with the many plants she commanded around her, and healing herself from the few times the party was able to strike her, the conflict became dire. Before it grew deadly, the party quickly attempted to retreat while Zoral distracted her, drawing the focus of her attacks before using the last of his strength to wild shape into a bird and fly away after the party. The tree speaker did not follow, but watched from the grove until the party was out of sight. Fearing the tree speaker might hunt the party, they forced themselves through the pain to keep moving for almost a day before finally resting in a section of high grass. During the brief respite and realizing that the tree speaker was not tailing them, Azazel excitedly and fearfully recalled the notion of there being a powerful individual behind all this madness. Zoral, greatly displeased at his defeat and the revelation of the tree speaker's true intentions, decided that he would have to return home for now, bring this news to his tribe, and see what Titan would say about her actions. Orn, feeling tired of getting overwhelmed by conflict these past few days, and missing the simple life of eating fish by a rock, decided that they too would return back to Samyaza to check on their commune and the progress of searching for a new home. With some of the party members going their separate ways, at least for now, Azazel, Trovik, and Lark head back to Ramlo to think on their next course of action.